episode 522 of the Lee Cast podcast i'm host nick thinking cooper joining me is aiden frost rockarts hey how's it going and colton blue basket sweat happy day after valentine's day nick happy day after valentine's day indeed uh don't have to worry about love for a whole another year thank god we can finally <laughs> spend the rest of the year with the boys <laughs> playing league of legends oh, one day yeah. a year i'm not allowed to um awesome uh, on this episode, we've got a little bit of LeakCast news, just the patch that we're going to be talking about, uh, a story that we will be reviewing, an ad brought to you by Manscaped once again. Uh, Aiden's going to tell us about Cogmaw. we got to make sure to pronounce that right now so people know what we're talking about later. Um, a tiny bit of competitive league news, a roundtable, and we'll close it out uh, with Mail Fight. But first, Aiden, how was your week? My week is good. Uh, not the most league. We like Nick and I. You and I played a little bit, but you'll talk about that probably yeah. in your week. Um, and sure. then I played some more AD carry on my uh, AD carried account. Um, I'm really enjoying my AD carry. I don't understand why people hate that role. It's so much fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I describe it as so much fun, and then I describe things that people hate about it. I'm like, I love that I have to like I do the most damage in the game, but if I misplay <laughs> at any point throughout the entire fucking 30 minute game, I instantly lose. Um, <laughs> which is yeah. something that people don't like about it, but I think that's kind of fun. Um, but I don't know. It's a, it's a really fun role. Uh, it's also seems pretty fucking strong. Like overall, I think, uh, I think people would just play like bad AD carries right now, but we'll talk about in the Medicizer section, we're bringing it back. Um, a, a good AD carry that you should be playing. So <laughs> poggers, um, let's do it. Yeah. Um, outside of that though, um, not anything else league related. Just, I've been playing, uh, some ps5 games i uh just finished uh ratchet and clank uh rift Ooh. apart that game was fucking sick by the way um that's exciting i am excited to f- like fully finish it out I, I actually finished it went okay time to install bloodborne um and then i installed bloodborne made my character and went i kind of want a 100 ratchet and clank so i went back and 100 <laughs> of it so uh nice. i'm gonna start Hell on bloodborne yeah. soon though oh uh, yeah and then hopefully not fun. quit bloodborne <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that uh, i i just want to watch people play souls games like all day yeah <laughs> like people who aren't aren't good at them i think there's something to be said about like people who are good at them like very impressive yeah yeah whatever but like i want to i want to see people struggle through it and then the sense afterward of like holy shit i did it let's go yeah like, the pop off afterward yeah no for sure to, to um I, i'm excited i'm also just enjoying playing console games way more i fucking missed playing like mm. just playing games on your couch like it, it's so fucking just comfy and nice so uh hope, hoping to get more back more back into that because it's been really fun interesting um, uh, occasionally yeah. savannah and i will hook up like a computer like my computer to the mm-hmm. tv and we'll just play like mass effect or something that's sick that's actually so but, sick yeah um, yeah that's uh wow we're gonna set up the office is like a tv and mm-hmm. the couch on the other end nice. yeah um and then um i guess like the steam deck is gonna fucking solve that issue too like I, i'm thinking of picking one up at some point but they're just a little bit expensive so they're literally yeah. just like mini computers but um anyways outside of that i don't think i have anything else important in my week um i'm very excited for our patreon show that we're gonna record this weekend though but yeah 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 I guess yeah. we can tease that a little bit uh, during the league cast news if you want. Yeah, sure. Colton, you want to tell us about your week first, though? Yeah. Um, haven't been playing a whole lot of league or really a whole lot of games. Uh, been, again, really uh, on the renovation train. Um, got the floor all down in the office, so just need to cut and put out the trim, and then we'll be... Uh, good to start moving stuff in there and then we'll we'll get a new background that's not as chaotic <laughs> as, as this yeah that's all right um and i'll also be able to uh get some things set up i'll you know i've been holding off setting up the new microphone just because it'd be a pain to do it in here um but i think probably by next week or the week after we should be all all set in there nice um yeah but other than that, not uh, not a whole lot going on with me, so I'll hand it over to Nick Cooper. What you got? Yo, uh, played a tiny bit of League. I wouldn't say very much. Um, pretty much just one day of it. I Maybe, well, maybe two-ish. We played over the weekend, I think, Aiden. 
Mm -hmm. um, but we've been playing Santa Tom Kench, and uh, it's been going well. I don't think when we get Santa Tom Kench that we've lost a lane yet. Yeah. Uh, or, or if we've lost, we've always got it back. Um, I think we got ganked a couple times early in a game, but then we ended up like uh, solo, like 2v2ing them and getting a two for zero. So, you know, bringing it back. But uh, the lane seems incredibly strong. Uh, it's kind of exactly what you want, I think, in the meta right now. Uh, a lot of agency really early, uh, but you still have the option to scale pretty fucking hard into the late game. Uh, there, there was a game that went pretty late. I think I got to like 140 souls on Senna. Yeah. Um, and, and there was just no escape, like uh, no way to, to, to run. Away oh from yeah. Her. My character's yeah. nasty. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, it is also then, funny cause uh, how OP.GG like rank stuff. Cause you're playing support yeah. Senna. Um, but then you eventually have more farm than the other support and more damage by like a shitload. Um, but still like, the same vision score. Yeah. Same vision score. So you, mm -hmm. you get ace or MVP every single game. Like you, yep. you haven't had a game that you haven't gotten. <laughs> yeah. We've played, uh, one, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of Tom Kench games, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, and yeah, Acer MVP every single game. Uh, but yeah. I think that, yeah, like like you were saying, it's due to how OPGG handles vision score plus damage score. Yeah. So it's funny. Hey, if, if you're trying to farm uh, farm those to prove to your friends that it is your team, yeah. that's the problem. If, if you want to show people what a good gamer you are, you say, look, look, I'm the MVP every game. Look, I've done it. I'm the gamer. <laughs> yeah, but it's been fun. It, it's a, a really fun lane. I uh, would definitely recommend it if you know someone who's good at either Senna or Tom Kench. Um, and uh, I, I don't think the other is too hard to learn. Um, yeah, no. For example, mm -hmm. like, uh, they're both pretty simple characters once you, like, play a couple games of it. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, it's been pretty fun. I've been playing a little bit of uh, Lost Ark. Um, new MMO that came out pretty recently. It's pretty fun. Uh, doesn't seem very predatory, unlike almost every single game that gets released nowadays, um, which is strange. Uh, but it, it, yeah, been fun. Um, otherwise, I think that's about it. So we can get on to the show. Before we jump into the next section, one thing I did forget to say, and I don't think I've mentioned on the show, I've been playing a lot of Phasmophobia with Chris and Rick and mm -hmm. Alex. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a lot of fun. I think that, like, it's... Th there's a lot that they could do to improve the game, but it's still really fun uh, as it is. Uh, for those unfamiliar, you, you go around hunting ghosts and uh, trying to find... You know, step one is find out where the ghost is, and then you try and interact with it and get it to do stuff so you can collect evidence to find out what kind of ghost it is. It's, you know, very simple, you know, it, as a concept and mechanically very simple. Um, but that being said, you know, a game doesn't need to be complicated to be fun. So mm -hmm. if you like uh, scary, spooky investigation type games, check it out. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like it's a little janky, but the jankiness is sort of uh like a beloved part of it yeah one of the <laughs> one of the funniest things about it like is that um the ghost will like look for you especially if it's hunting mm -hmm. but it won't it can't see through like glass doors oh interesting so you can hide behind <laughs> like in one of the houses there's like a double doorway and you open one of them at an angle and leave the other one wide open. Huh. And, like, the, the, the ghost can move doors. Yeah. But it, it never, it doesn't go there. So you can just hide behind that partially open door and see it completely where it's going. Huh. And, like, not have to worry about getting caught. That's I remember, so funny. Uh, fucking Amnesia when that was, like, the most popular game for, like, a long time. Um, yeah. All, like, the creatures in that game. They look for you, right? <laughs> and they chase you and they see you. But the way that it's coded is they they look for your head <laughs> and it comes from their head their like cone of vision or whatever so yeah. if you hold a box in front of your head they can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well you know now that you say that because yeah i think the way that it works in this game is like in order to be able to see you they there's like uh like points on your body that it's looking for and it's like it needs to hit both of your legs and your head okay. um, hmm. to be considered scenes. Like if you're hiding be behind something and like your feet are peeking out, 
like you're not seeing. That's kind of cool. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm wondering if there's any way to like abuse that vision box of it. Like, well, you'll just never see my head. There's there's not any like big objects to that you can pick up and move though. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's funny. That's though. so funny. Yeah, yeah. but uh, otherwise, um, oh oh, I'm I'm sorry. I did want to say I hit D three poggers. Nice. I fell out of D three. Uh, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think I siphoned some of your LP. You guys did yeah. it like within no, a day did... of each other. <laughs> yeah, I've been not playing shit I'm good at and not playing well. I've Oof, been that's the worst. Back back to the classic Colton solo queue experience where it's like ten games, ten champions, ten deaths every time. That's uh, not <laughs> ten, good. Ten, I would ten say rule. <laughs> yeah. The classic ten ten ten. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Oh boy. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Do you want to get into yeah, the? Yeah, I think that's it for. Yeah. Um, I think we got one new patron this week. Yeah. Jotty. Hell yeah, Jotty. So uh, thanks for joining the the patrons. Make sure to get in the patron lounge if you're at the uh, u.gg review tier for your uh, reviews. Make sure you send us your username and anyone else who's at that tier and wants that done. Make sure to get it over to us. Yeah, they were going to start on those like next week probably. So. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, please please recognize that like it, we're not going to review your account if you're not a a a, per, a person who has supported us at that tier. Yeah. Um. I think there's been a couple like confused. Uh, like yeah, it's uh, our five dollars a month tier, and also like that. you have to send it our us you your account name because uh, we can't just track down a hundred or so people. Yeah. Uh, we also can't uh, like track you down if you like change your account name and stuff like that. So if you change your account name, also just mm-hmm. let us know. So, uh, yep. but we will make sure to do it. Um, it's all posted on our actual Patreon. Uh, I'll probably post an updated link to the actual doc in our Patreon lounge on our Discord because so it's a little bit easier to find too. So. Yeah, and we'll be doing that for starting the end of this month, uh, all the way until the end of the ranked season. Yep, so like November. Look so. forward to look forward to that. Awesome. awesome. Uh, let's. Do we have any league cast news before we jump into the patch? Um, only league cast news is that we are recording our new patron episode on this weekend, probably Friday or Saturday. It sounds like. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. I have my thing fully fleshed out now. Uh, it is a little jank. The I sat, had a fucking existential crisis with it today, guys. <laughs> I sat down. I went. Yeah, this kit makes no fucking sense. Like I was <laughs> like smoking something with my when I, when, I, when I made it, but I kind of just like refined uh-huh. it a little bit. It's still like a little bit crazy, but we could. It's more a discussion jump off point, anyways. So, yeah, that's sort of the the thought behind it. I guess we can we can tease it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm gonna be hosting. I propose to these these fellas to make a character based on the theme of like necromancy, uh, or uh, voodoo, like that sense. Um. So if that is something that excites you, then that's what we're going to be talking about on the Patreon episode, and you can uh, listen to it for just $1 a month. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. There's a new patch, patch 12.4. Let's do it real quick. Uh, Renata is out, or is coming out, sorry, February 17th, Thursday. Um, should be pretty exciting. Uh, love to give her a shot in the uh, the old support role. <laughs> There's some things I'm going to hate about her, but I also think she's like one of the cooler characters they've released in a while, so... Yeah, I think uh, at the very least her kit is like uh, interesting, which is uh, always a good thing. So, mm-hmm. um, next up, Aatrox's Q sweet spot bonus damage is increased. <laughs> Fuck so, off, dude! Uh, Aatrox is so good already. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's so good already. Why does he need more damage? Yeah, this is a and this is like a change that I think is is kind of weird because it makes the good Aatroxes even better, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you if you hit the sweet spot. There's very few characters who can beat you, uh, so now it just kind of makes that even even a bigger gap. Yeah, it's so. a little wild. Um, yeah. uh, next, we have a Mumu. The E-based damage reduction <laughs> has increased. Uh, so they nerfed it last patch, and they are buffing it this patch because they feel like it was a little bit too much. Uh, the scaling with armor and magic resist hasn't changed. It's just the flat amounts. I think really the the big one is you know at first point it's you know from two up to five now yeah that's nice um mm-hmm. so that's huge if you're you know jungle amumu or trying to do like a cheesy top lane amumu um that's a lot less damage you're taking from those autos 
We got some cool ash changes. Her R missile speed is down, but then it scales 200 per second of travel time up to 2100. Uh, that seems so, fast as fuck. So it's like up to like 50% faster than uh, it normal travel time, but it starts like 100 uh, uh, units yeah. slower. So like in half a second, it's back up to its regular pace. Um, and then it just gets faster from there, which is cool. That seems really yeah, that's fast. interesting because like Ash has been right the same in, in her arrow for so long. Yeah. I'm wondering if people who play a lot of Ash are going to see this and be angry because they can't make cross-map snipes anymore. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Because, <laughs> like, it's too fast, right? They're like, shit, it got there half a second early, and now I need to, like, change my timing and relearn all of that. It is going to move really, really fast, though, at max uh, speed, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, Blitzcrank, base health region is reduced. Not too bad. Nice. Uh, Dr. Mundo, attack damage growth is decreased. Ultimate cooldown no longer decreases as you level it up. So 110 seconds at all ranks now. Some some nerfs. I haven't really seen any Mundo. So but. he's the highest win rate top laner if you sort by like all ELOs. Uh, then it goes down the higher ELO you get. I was telling Nick when we were playing together, I'm like, man, I think Mundo's just a bad character. I think he's like not a good top laner. And then we had two back-to-back that just yeah. smashed their lane in solo carry games. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And against like I, I lane bullies too. he still has the issue where like, the cleaver base damage is so high yeah because it does current health still right mm-hmm. we're like you having a head mundo just run at your team and he'll hit three cleavers on three people and do more damage than like syndracuse yeah yeah it is a lot um next is allowy who's getting her basic attack speed increased and her w damage ratio increased so we're seeing some allowy buffs which is never a good thing a little concerning but we haven't seen her in a while so um, Callista, base armor is increased. All right. Got Lucian. Mana cost on his Q has been decreased just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the the duo buffs. Uh, Nami's getting her E on hit base damage reverted when they nerfed that to go along with the passive movement speed buffs. That's a little scary, nerfing or uh, buffing both <laughs> Lucian and Nami in the same exact patch. It's a little scary. Uh, and then Nico, her hitbox is now smaller. Her Q additional bloom base damage is increased, and her W cooldown is decreased. We've seen a lot of talk about Nico on like our Discord, mostly due to the yeah. hitbox radius. Nico is a fucking fat fuck um, compared to most characters, and they're mm-hmm. reducing her hitbox size by twenty, or sorry, by fifteen, which is pretty big. Uh, the only the only character that has like now a weird hitbox compared to like their actual in game size is Warwick. Um, Warwick hmm. still has a smaller hitbox than Nico. Warwick's hitbox is 60 um, uh, frames or radius. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, for the most huh. part, like it was mostly because her tail is just thick, so they wanted to give her a big hitbox, but she shouldn't be like a massive character. She was yeah. bigger than like a lot of tanks uh, hitbox-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, we've got some new new changes. Health growth is decreased. Q, base damage, and healing from champions are down. No. So... New, new nerfs. Yeah, it's it's not super significant. No, it's not bad. <laughs> like, right, the, the healing from his Q isn't the issue. But and, like, he's got a little bit less health overall. He's got, what, 100 less health at level 18? I, I don't think this really changes anything for new new gameplay no and it's a uh a, a big note is that it's only healing from champions of which i think it was already lower than minions right yeah like you healed more from minions. yeah anyway. yeah you heal less and you yeah you, you're healing way less from chopping champions yeah so it's it's better in like hectic team fights to find a minion to eat because you'll get a little bit of extra bonus health from that unless you're ap new new true and then you just then you need it for the damage off <laughs> yeah cool but yeah uh kiana passive ad scaling is decreased so her actual passive ability um you know her her damage on that is going to be lower it's a good change um rumble's base armor is getting increased by five that's actually five is a decent amount wow five is a big amount yeah yeah that's that's crazy i'm wondering like I, i feel like we're gonna see a huge pickup of rumble especially like 
I feel like right the, the highest impact this is going to have on is the strength of Rumble Jungle, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, cool, you just take like 300 less damage a clear now. So I actually think um, we may see a lot of Rumble top lane. Uh, First Strike Rumble is, I think, pretty strong uh, into like low range melee champions mm-hmm. um, who can't like proc it off of them pretty easily because your Q applies it like constantly. Uh, and, and it's also like a it kind of matches up with your trading pattern pretty uh pretty well but um we'll see yeah we'll see. sounds good see next um, we have set <laughs> go ahead i wasn't sure his the turn triple. It was, so went. <laughs> um sets health growth is increased so it's gonna account to about 200 health at level 18 so 100 at level 9 50 by level five that's significant yeah, it's kind of a lot i don't know why they feel like he needs a buff i feel like set is dummy strong and does way too much damage for a tank like obviously he's got the the problem of having to auto attack a bunch of times mm-hmm. to do that damage but or just like, take a lot of damage before he does the damage <laughs> yeah or, or just do nothing for a few seconds and then throw a w out and one hit a carry yeah the only like truly frustrating part of a set's kit i think is like his passive regen um but yeah that's all right that that works when you're not fighting mm-hmm. yeah oh well he he definitely was a little weak so he has some issues with his kit like overall but this hopefully yeah. will help so we'll see um, next is Vigar, whose base armor is decreased, his armor growth is increased, and his E cooldown is increased early. The E cooldown change is definitely the biggest change. It's two seconds uh, at first rank, so you have to put more points into it to get it back down. Um, mm-hmm. I- I'm fine with this change. I think her Event Horizon is one of the stronger CCs in the entire game, um, and I don't think you should be able to build Vigar in a way where um, you want to be maxing this ability. So, Yeah, so... I actually think you should be maxing the second anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the because I don't believe the base damage of no, the, I'm sorry, the base damage of W does go up, but it's by such a small amount because it scales really hard with AP. Yeah. Um, the cooldown does not does not go down with with uh, with rank. Um, so you don't lose a ton of damage, and you just gain so much utility by um, by maxing Event Horizon second. Um, I mean, it's like a, what, like a two and a half second stun on a 12 second yeah, it's, it's cooldown and it's AOE where you don't yeah. even have to hit it for it to function like CC. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Please max yeah. infinite horizon second. <laughs> it's, it's such a strong ability. It's wild. Good yeah. nerf though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, cool. Zaya, her E damage amp based off of crit chances increased. So forcing her more into that, uh, crit role. Versus the lethality that we were seeing earlier this, I think, preseason. Yeah. Uh, Zeri, um, her uncharged basic attack, damage, and AP ratio have been decreased. The damage amp against low health enemies is increased. Charged basic attack, slow rate, and duration decreased. Q base damage decreased but now is also multiplied in crits. Uh, excess a- attack speed to AD ratio increased. W slow decreased early. Uh, cooldown increased early, but now decreases with rank. E cooldown decreased. R bonus attack speed no longer increases with rank. So <laughs> I think that that's overall nerfs yes. necessary. Yeah. yeah. So here's it's, it's, here's my it's issue. A lot. So like they've nerfed Zeri once, and then Hotfix nerfed her a second time, and then nerfed her again, and they're nerfing her again. Um, here's my issue: two of those nerfs out of those three um, have been nerfs plus buffs to compensate. Yeah, that, in my opinion, is new character privilege. Because if this character has been out for like a year or something like that, they wouldn't be throwing in all these compensation buffs. You know what I mean? Like it, it feels like very much like I understand you want your new character to be played and you want them to be good and seen in pro play and stuff like that. But she's obviously a fucking menace. She's 100% like pick ban mm. in like pro play. Uh, she fucking dominates solo queue. Why not just hit her with a couple direct nerfs? Not every single change has to be compensated by like a buff. Like it's so weird. I don't understand. Yeah, They've done this twice it- now. 
it is really weird. Um, and, and it feels like this happens with some characters. Uh, I can't remember who I complained about last getting compensation. I think it was, I think it was Riven. Mm-hmm. Um, like not, not recently, but I think, um, I don't know. At some point she received compensation buffs for her nerfs, even though she was OP. Um, but yeah, it is just really weird how some, some characters do receive like buffs and nerfs at the Mm -hmm. same time when they just need to be nerfed. Yeah. Um, but at the very least I, they, they mentioned that the, this should overall, um, lower the strength of bruiser Zeri builds. Um, Mm -hmm. While kind of putting a little bit of power into crit, uh, which is probably the way you know she needs to be built in order to be healthy anyway. Yeah, I think the other thing about this that seems really odd to me, I guess not because <laughs> it's not surprising because Riot does it all the time mm-hmm. when they nerf like when something's too strong, they nerf the character and the item and the system that lets that happen, right? Where they like triple or double nerf something and it's like well you just needed to change like the item not necessarily the item and the character yeah and you know something else where it's just i i look through all of this text of changes where they they literally changed every single ability and her passive Mm -hmm. like who who's calculating that this is going to be like the right fix yeah who knows like that's that's my question is like okay jan is too strong like we'll do x we'll do y or like i think varus is a great example where it's like okay he's too strong we need to nerf his q because his lethality builds oppressive it's like great but then they don't also like well you know lethality varus is too strong so we change the attack speed on his passive the execute on his w the on hit on his w we change the healing reduction of his e his ultimate range <laughs> is now 50 units further but it's 50 units skinnier yeah like don't change every single ability in one patch. Yeah. It's, it's very strange, but I mean, I understand they want their yeah. new character to be balanced, but it's just so weird. Out of the six changes, four of them have compensation buffs to go along with mm-hmm. the nerfs, but uh, it's very strange. Yeah, and they can't they can't afford to rework Shivana because it'd be too much resources to change the character. <laughs> yeah, they can only do one a year. Um, uh, we'll talk about items really quick. Um, ally item pings are now available. So you can, this is really cool. That's a really oh, cool. Really... You, so you can ping your item, your allies items and they'll show up. Um, so the cooldown for them, yep. uh, in, in the amount of charges they have a uh, good change that should have been there a long time ago. Uh, rejuvenation bead. I, I'll say changes. I don't know if it's great a great change. So yeah, I, I actually agree. Um, so one of the most infuriating like my champion needs to scale uh and survive the early game builds is just three rejuvenation beads and potions yeah um plus uh i think fleet footwork where you just like out sustain anything that could possibly be thrown at you um and they uh changed this by increasing the cost of a single rejuvenation bead uh they doubled it but they doubled the value as well uh, and reduce the sellback ratio. Um, so you can only buy one rejuvenation bead, which is the equivalent of two currently, um, but you can't have that third one now, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, I mean, like, ultimately, it's not making any change to, like, the efficiency of the item. Yeah. It's it's really just targeted at and, and does it well to say, stop buying three rejuve beads <laughs> at level one buy it because it's an item component um now that being said i I, i'm not opposed to buying health regen like as a stat to help you survive lane i don't think there's an issue with that but it it shouldn't be on an item that's like 150 gold right like i would prefer much more to see that like the upgraded crystal and bracer is good and that you can like have health regen items to say hey i need to like withstand lane mm-hmm. so maybe i buy like two crystal embracers really early instead of rushing towards my mythic and i'll eventually get to turn those into tank items at like 30 minutes yeah but i i, I kind of wish that existed for every single thing in the game uh every single like um i guess build uh i, I wish you focused on components of other things and then work towards completing items versus like just rushing completed items. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, this there, is a really there are very change. few components that are effective on their own. 
outside of the healing reduction ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or or things like Warden's Mail, Bramble, like you know, the, there are a couple things that you can sit on and feel good about. Like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't feel terrible. But like, for instance, you don't want to sit on a pickaxe for twenty five minutes. Band of glass you know? mirror. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to. You 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 want to immediately turn that into a finished item, which is going to have actual bigger yeah. impact. Um, but yeah, good this change. is a really good change. Good change. Um, and then some system changes. This is a nerf to the uh, uh, support top lane. Um, essentially, gold uh, bounties, CS bounties, are now based on the number of support gold income items on each team, rather than assuming each team has one support. Um, objective bounties, each gold lead, uh, oh, I'm sorry, enemy gold leads are now significantly less likely to lead to objective bounties, activating if there are two more support gold income items on your team. And the uh, diminished gold from excessive uh, minion kills has been increased. Uh, the penalty is also more severe during the first five minutes of the game, um, but it doesn't. It, it's not changed if you're, uh, you know, actually support. Can we just so. say that this is a good change for the game overall? Um, it, it does fix some things. It, it, I mean, the reality is that support items do break the game in some ways, and this goes to fix like the bounty system and how that works with that. That being said, I don't think this is a very good fix for support tops. Um, <laughs> I think this is a good band-aid for some parts of the game that get like beaten up, especially bounties. But like John is still an OP character. You can still play Bard top. You can still play Jana top. You can still play Karma top. You can still play all these characters top. That doesn't fucking change any of this. It means they get less gold for those first three levels that they farm in lane. Um, yeah, and even then though, like... You could just buy boots as your starting item, farm to level three, yeah. base, and then go buy your support item. Yeah, you could well, do that. I think right? the I think the idea is like you can't abuse the CS bounties and the objective bounties the way that you could before. Yeah, like it, it does pretty well solve those problems. And and I don't think them getting the gold from the first three waves at pretty much just straight efficient like because if you last hit those first three waves perfectly, you were getting pretty much full gold from it. Yeah, you were getting, uh, what's it called, like 60% of it or whatever, right? Uh, I guess like the whole thing yeah. is what's the breakpoint now? Um, because your main thing is drawn on top when you get those first three waves is you need 300 gold for boots, right? And if you can't get 300 gold off those waves consistently now, it does fucking brick that. But then I think Colton's right. You just go boots first and then back and get the support item because then you'll have... You, you yeah. won't get the penalty, so you'll be able to buy 350 gold for a support item. Um, that's the fix, like, for playing Enchanter Top. It doesn't fix any of those issues. The only thing this fixes for Enchanter Top is that you won't see fucking bounties as often on the other team, like CS bounties, because of these changes. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't it, mean it's not but, OP. Well, I, th I think the opposite is true as well. I, I actually think this is a really good change. Um, I think you're more likely to see CS bounties and objective bounties as a result of... Um, Say like my team going against the Jano top is are more likely to receive objective bounties because of the calculation now. Yeah, that's fair. A second support item. Um, I I so I think like I I don't know support top like is fine to me, but it as I feel like there needs to be some like incentive like incentive just to have someone in the lane. Right, yeah. the optimal play, like the way, the optimal way to play League of Legends shouldn't be like I am going to completely ignore. It's it's we have two lanes this game, and that's it, yeah. like nothing else. Um, mm -hmm. And I think this does a really good <laughs> job of of you know addressing this at least initially. They uh, they add a debuff to the top lane towers that it's like if a champion isn't within X units of the tower <laughs> for thirty seconds every minute. The tower just becomes fragile, <laughs> and like you just get a plate in one auto attack. That is gonna fucking be a riot fix. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be a riot fix. Yeah, it's like if there's not a champion without smite in the lane for at least twenty <laughs> seconds out of the minute, mm -hmm. the next auto attack on the tower just drops it to the next plate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Either way, perfect. Like, Fix the game. These changes are a good band aid, but I hope to see more changes in the upcoming patches to actually fix the core of the issue with the game. But We'll see. Yeah, I, I think that's ultimately the thing is that it, this is going to address it and address it pretty well, but it it feels so like just mashed together 
in like a really odd way to it just feels like why like, would it, this it seems like there should be a clean solution but maybe there's not. why not just make it so if you have a smite you can't buy a fucking support item it's so easy I, I'm a, yeah, I'm of the opinion. I, mean, I think still though, like you could still do this without smite. That, yeah, that's my opinion as well. I think it's a lot less effective um, because it, you know it's going to be harder to shut down the jungler. Um, but if you just if you just have an extra combat summoner spell, like I think that's you know still really really powerful. All I'm saying is that easy change that took four seconds to come up with and probably takes four seconds to implement is way more effective than them figuring out that okay we'll make it so the system actually rewards. Um, bounties based on the number of support gold items and makes it actually harder to last hit minions but it's like why do all this shit when you could just do that and it co- probably accomplishes a better solution i mean realistically like implement them both like yeah. fuck it you you can't have two support items on the same team or and if you do you're going to be severely like penalized for it yeah. you know you can't abuse yeah, the system that, i think could that could be another thing that they do is like if you like Support items can generate 1,000 gold no matter Ooh. how many you have. Mm, interesting. Right? So if you buy two, great. Like, you're going to accelerate early, and then you and the support get fucked because you've generated your 1,000 gold, <laughs> and, like, they can then put, I guess, like, a timer mm-hmm. on it, upgrading to the next point, because I still think the support player shouldn't get entirely fucked over by it. Yeah. But I think that's yeah, that'd be like another easy way to make this strap way less efficient is to say, yeah, great. You bought two support items, you have a pool of a thousand gold that you can earn from it. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. That's cool. Interesting. Good changes though. Um only yeah. other change is that objective bounties now fall off uh after five seconds instead of fifteen, so they won't get like elder and then take three towers in that fifteen seconds or whatever and then get like a shitload of gold as they slingshot past you. Um this is a good change. Yeah, I agree. Um, ARAM changes, uh, Ionian Clash um, coming up soon, changes to the behavioral system, uh, additional personalization, lots of bug fixes, and some skins. Cool skins. Coming out. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Renata skin, Shockblade, Kiana and Shen, and Cassidin, sorry, Firelight Echo, uh, and Brave Phoenix Zaya Prestige Edition. Yeah, they look sick. Good skins. Yeah. Good chromas cool. too. Um, one thing missing from this patch, uh, where's the Janna changes, boys? Where's the Janna nerfs? I mean, I don't know. It, it's very strange. Um, I think that they're like probably waiting to see if, I don't know, like you can literally like, like select Janna yeah. like by support though and see your winner. I was going to say, yeah. like, we're going to see if like these changes affect her, but like we already know her win rate support and it's very high. So I don't know. It's very strange. I, uh, I looked at her win rate in, uh, in from plat plus all the way to challenger uh, it slowly increases from plat plus until challenger where it falls to like 52%, uh, peaking in grandmaster at 55% on a pretty, you know, sizable like 5,000 uh, games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty sizable number of games. So the character's obviously OP. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like once again, she's a character where even like her lowest win rate is iron, which is 49%. And then it's above 50% mm-hmm. every other ELO in the game. So I, yeah. <laughs> Probably does and, and that's in the support role, right? Like yeah, that's support. it's not even in the top top lane role. So, uh, cool. awesome. That's the patch. Uh, Colton, you want to tell us about our starry that we got? Yeah, we got a new five star review from X Silver Angel thirteen. He says, "Great show. I feel like these guys are genuine and always up to date on current patches and stuff. Just started listening a few weeks ago and will be a future follower. Thanks, you guys, Silver Angel." I like that he said he did a review before following. Yeah. <laughs> Hell that's, yeah. That's something else. I I don't know if I've ever left a review, but I follow all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Hell yeah. Awesome. But yeah, thank you for the uh the follow, the five starry. We look forward to hearing more from you. Yeah, thank you. Alright, so I think at this point in the show we're going to do a little ad read from our boys over at Manscaped. Support for the Leadcast podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out the hygiene routine. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code LEADCAST. 
Now you might be wondering, what's in the PP? What's in the box? What do you get with the performance package? Well, in that package, you'll get the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver ball toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. And you know, dude, those boxer briefs will hold your goodies and they're very comfy. So uh, you can get that for 20% off and free shipping with the code LEADCAST at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code leadcast at manscaped.com keep your balls trimmed fresh and clean with manscaped thank you manscaped Sweet. yeah thanks manscaped aiden you want to tell us about uh kogma you mean kogma gaming <laughs> is is he silky smooth because of manscaped yeah, he is um no but i've been playing a lot of kogma. kogma i've been talking about this character before i started playing this season because i'm like hey this character is probably op um, and I've seen, I've talked to a bunch of AD carry mains and I've told them to play it and no one plays it. I've told Quinn to play it. He doesn't play it. I've told other people who <laughs> want to play AD carry to play it. And no one plays it. This, so he, here's the whole thing. I, I mean, I'll go through the full, like regular shit because I, I want to teach you guys how to play it. Please play Kogma if you're an AD carry player. I know no one wants to play him, but he's super OP. Um, main thing about Kogma is he's a very low range character, but then with his abilities, he can become a high, uh, high range hyper carry, especially scaling into late game. He's a fucking nightmare to deal with i think yeah. he's the best ad carry in the game at two items uh we'll talk about that uh later but then at six items he becomes without a doubt the best ad carry in the game um for summoners you go heal uh heal uh bleh, flash heal every single game uh there are some games where i try to go cleanse but the reality is you just shouldn't be in range to get cc'd by stuff mm-hmm. like i go it if like they have like a tf mid or like maybe like even in Morgana where like I maybe if I get clipped by something I have to cleanse but for the most part you should just be taking heal and playing like uh back as like a glass cannon like artillery mm-hmm. character um then when it comes to keystones you go lethal tempo every single game your runes are pretty basic i mean i I think most people can figure this out um but lethal tempo is your main keystone you pick up presence of mine uh lacrity and coup de gras and then in domination you go taste of blood and ravenous hunter uh those are your core runes and then in the actual like shards i go attack speed ad and then armor to get me through laning phase um, then when it comes to build, this is where I think most people don't realize how important this is. So most AD carries go first item mythic. I would say the majority of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mythic items are typically 3,300 to 3,500-ish gold. They're very expensive. Kogma, you don't build mythic until third item uh, with the build mm-hmm. I go. There is a build There is a build that has at six items better damage that keeps your um, W up 100% of the time, but we're not going to talk about that today because that doesn't win you fucking solo queue games. The build that wins you solo queue yeah. games is going Rageblade first into Runan's Hurricane. The reason why you're building Rageblade into Runan's Hurricane is these items are both 2,600 gold, meaning you have your core items at 5,200 gold. Every other AD carry in the game is mythic plus half an item at that point, if you're even in gold. Um, guess what? If you're if you're two items and your two items are rage blade runons, you can't fucking lose fights. You just have these items for a dragon fight, and AD carry is gonna be hmm. one half items in, and your spike is so fucking crazy. Like I don't think under people understand how much having a second item on AD carry matters. Like Yeah, right. Like it's it's rage blade runons versus shield bow. Yeah pickaxe or something like zeal? yeah or, or zeal or whatever the fuck yeah. that people other other people yeah build. and it's just like it's actually like unmatched like <laughs> and I, I like talking i've always enjoyed talking about gold breakpoints but i think this is the best example in the game of like a gold breakpoint changing the course of the game and once again you have to play smart you have to play around the fact that you are stronger for a thousand five hundred gold um at this point and if you're not pushing fights like if they get their item then what your lead's kind of gone once again um but it, it's actually just fucking unbeatable but I'll go, I'll go into the rest of the build you go lacrity boots every single game um sorry so i was gonna say before you jump into further like i, I think when you complete boots is another part of that mm-hmm. question right because like that's an 800 gold that if you upgrade your boots and they don't upgrade theirs or even buy them, then they can hit their two items similar time. I mean, do you consider it worth it trying to take magic foot wherever? Or is Ravenous Hunter just so good you have I think to you need it? Domination Tree. Like, Kog'Maw's laning is fucking rough, so having Taste yeah. of Blood and Ravenous kind of matters a lot. Um, that being said, I do start Call every single game. 
So I feel like I'm never in having an issue like trying to upgrade boots because I have this influx of gold right and around the one and a half item point anyways that kind of just allows mm-hmm. me to finish it. I do think alacrity boots are probably one of the most stat efficient boots in the game minus sork shoes which are fucking just super OP right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like alacrity boots are crazy right? There's a couple characters that like building the first item for a reason and 80 carries like honestly rushing alacrity boots isn't that troll anymore uh, i personally try to sit on my like regular boots for a while um and then get at least rage blade and then up a, upgrade um alacrity boots after I, ke- I keep calling them but they're called berserkers i keep calling them berserker alacrity boots. Boots, i'm sorry yeah. alacrity is the attack speed shard a rune um but like you can kind of upgrade them anytime between um finishing rage blade to post runons and then you're probably fine mm-hmm. but with uh, going call as long as you're proccing your 100 ds during that time period don't go call if you're not good at CSing because you do need to finish 100 CS before your second item or else you're kind of trolling with it. Um, but for the most part, going call is fine on Kog'Maw because you're playing the lane safe anyways. You're not trying to kill a bunch of people in lane. Um, but Yeah, and obviously also, like if you're super, super, super worried about the lane, consider not running call if they have like uh, Nami, Lucian, or like Draven, Morgana, Pantheon, Draven, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. Like if they're going super, super aggro, consider that. Uh, especially because if they are doing something that aggressive, like you need to not fall super behind. And if you can go even or just a little bit less, you're going to be way more. Yeah, it's just one of those things. For my like twenty game sample size of playing Kogma on my account, while well, trying to climb through gold because i'm not a very good ad carry player um the games in which i go call feel so much better especially as soon as you proc that call dude it feels like you're just rolling in cash it's so sick um ad carry go ad carries going call is super sick also a lot of ad carries right now don't even start dorans so it's kind of the safest time to start mm-hmm. call. a lot of ad carries start um long sword some of them start boots um it's kind of not a bad time to start call because you're really not missing out on mm-hmm. the dorans like uh buffs so yeah, the, yeah. With Doran's also, it's like the the biggest thing you miss out when you go from like instead of going Doran's, you take hold is just the health. Eighty health, yeah. Because huh? eighty health on it, yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. I thought you said eighty. I was like, no, you, you get like five eighty <laughs> from cold, and like seven from Doran's. Yeah. It's not crazy different because right, like you you get sustain from coal, you know, and and for a lot of characters in the the really early points of the game. The five flat that you get from Cole is more than you'd get from your three percent Omni fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it, it is until I think a hundred attack damage. You know. Yeah. Like then I think that's the break point. Yeah, it's good. It really doesn't feel that different other than the health. But once again, if you're not going for trades and even the health, honestly, it's it's one attack damage difference, like which does matter. But you're once again not going for kills, so it's not like a huge break point or anything. Um, mm-hmm. After you finish, though, Boots, Rage Blade, Runons, that's your core. Try to fight on that. Your build kind of gets a little nasty. You go into your Shield Bow every single time at this point. Shield Bow kind of just makes you this unkillable monster. Not only are you now a high damage monster, but you're pretty unkillable. And you'll see that kind of with the rest of the build. You're kind of just going with the, I already have enough damage. I can build tank items. It's kind of yeah. like when Veins build fucking Randuins and shit like that. With Kogma, my typical last three items are Shield Bow, GA, Titanic Hydra. Um, that being said, I think that you have a lot of room to explore with your last three items. I do think you have to go shield, though. I think it's his only good mythic. Um, but for your other two items, instead of GA, you can go wit's end if they have too much AP. Uh, you have, you have like, you can go QSS if they have a lot of CC. You have a lot of options to actually go with Kogma because all your damage is already accounted for with mainly due to your kit plus rage blade runons. Um, mm-hmm. Titanic's just a great capstone item if you do get to six items because it works so fucking well. You're in 80 carry hitting from 800 range doing aoe auto attacks that splash um it's crazy it's really really good but once again you don't usually get to that six item fantasy um your main goal though is to just get to your runon's rage blade boot spike at an important point so that you can beat their ad carry in a fight but yeah, that's kind of like the build. That's kind of, oh, I guess like how to max abilities. I feel like most people probably understand Kogma well enough to do that, but you max your W, you start W, max W, you go W, E, Q, max W, max Q, max E. Um, a lot of your early game is just sitting back, lasting minions by activating W to get the extra range or using E. Um, just make sure you're like doing your best to last hit minions. Uh, feel free to burn your mana to do it because you're not fighting anyways, so. Yeah, so I think other considerations like why it's so strong i think like as we all know enchanters are very very good right now 
who benefits from enchanters, hypercarries. Mm-hmm. Who's the ultimate hypercarry cog? Yeah. Um, right. There's, you know, with Dorans being less common at the moment, and with obviously top laners not being able to constantly teleport to dive you. Yeah, that's the big thing. You have a lot more opportunity to farm up to one item. Um, and then you can, you know, become an actual character. So, right, like, those are those are all things that are yeah. in his benefit at the moment as part of the meta. As well as, I think dragons are very strong right now. And again, the AD carry element of a dragon fight is, I, I think, right, stronger now because it's not a five-man dragon fight. It's probably a, you know, 3v3 in the bot lane winner gets dragon. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a very strong AD carry because you finished your Rage Blade, whereas they're 500 gold short of their mythic, right? You get one kill, you can just take the dragon. And because you're a Rage Blade Kog'Maw, you take dragon in five seconds. Yeah, I do. I, I think um, you brought up a lot of good points there. I think, yeah, the TP changes are huge. Kog'Maw definitely was a character that not did not do well with getting four-manned bottom uh, early into the game. Uh, so that definitely helped out a lot. And you did mention supports. Like, I do think enchanters are the best thing to play with Kog'Maw. That being said, I haven't really had any issues playing him with anything. Obviously, mage supports feel the worst, like Xerath Brand, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but like honestly, mm-hmm. tank supports, engage supports, um, enchanters are all fine yeah, for it, him. It can all work. Um, the other thing I would mention is depending on their team, right? Like early wits end, even sometimes like if you're you know double AP bot lane wits end first item, mm-hmm. I think is the right mm-hmm. call. Um, obviously, Renan's is going to be better in team fights because you get to hit three people. Yeah. But, you know, Rageblade Witsend or, you know, uh, sorry, yeah, or like Witsend plus Runan's, like, any of those get me attack speed as fast as possible items on Kog'Maw that cost 25, 2800 will get you those stats you need, and that's why it's so good. It's because he has so much base damage on the W that all you need is attack speed. Why do you buy boots? attack speed why do you take lethal tempo attack speed why do you take alacrity attack speed that's all that matters yeah just get as much attack speed as you can exactly like that's where most of your damage comes from like the one thing that like i do want to mention that is if you do build items like what's end you do lose out on rage blade scaling with its passive because it's based off crit chance that being said yeah you don't really like once again if you just have rage blade brunons that's pretty well all the damage your character needs combined with your w anyways um so yeah don't worry too much about like minimizing like your crit chance and stuff like that you don't really need to min max that stuff you just have enough damage in your kit that being said the most important thing for kogma and this is going to become more prevalent the higher level you get your w timing is fucking very important you don't really do a lot without your w um and people will start to play around it they'll see you activate it wait out the five seconds and then fight you during the 10 seconds it's down um that's the only reason the other kogma build is considered um good but it's not good till like later the other build is um building stuff like essence and navori quickblade navori quickblade is a really good kogma item because when you're auto attacking it's reducing the ability of your w which is active so it as long as you auto like five times or so um your w is up 100 percent of the time when you're critting when you're critting, yeah. So it's like yeah. it's a you're building full crit Kogma with Navori Quickblade. That's the idea please, of the other build. P- please do not build Rage Blade and Navori Quickblade. No, yeah, you need you need crit. Um, <laughs> I've but yeah, done that more than once. <laughs> yeah, just the, just the idea is that you have a hundred percent uptime with your W. Mm-hmm. But once again, it doesn't really work until you have four or five items, right? Yeah. Um, so it, this is a much safer build. I really do think playing on item spikes is something that very few players do, and this will help you gain a lot of elo if you do so. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck. Um, do we want to talk about his favorite skin? What is your guys' favorite Kogma skin? He has like 12. He has a lot of skins. Ooh, it's kind of tough because he does have so many, and I feel like so many good ones as well. He has very um, few bad skins. I'll say, I'll say, what is it? Pog, Pogma? Dogma? Pugma? Oh, Pogma. Pug, okay. Pogma. Pogma. Pogma, yeah. It should um, be just be a Pogma. <laughs> mine for years, by the way, was Reindeer Kogma. I think it was just so fucking sick. And then it switched to um, the Lion Dance for a while. But I think Ooh. now it's Arcanist. I fucking love Arcanist Kogma. It's hmm. so cute, dude. Interesting. But yeah. What about you, Cole? Yeah. yeah. I, my immediate off the bat is like Lion Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, again, like you guys said, like all of his skins are good. 
Like, I love that there's a caterpillar and a monarch Kog'Maw. <laughs> like, together, that to me is just hilarious that that's two skins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love reindeer. I like all the Christmas skins, just because especially, like, back when they were first coming out, it was like, oh, hell yeah, there's Christmas skins in this game? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Lion Dance, I think. Hell yeah. Lion Dance has fantastic sounds. Yeah, it's really good. Super good. Um, yeah, so awesome. that's the 80 carry secret sauce. Please uh, play that. It will fucking help you climb if you uh, if you play 80 carry. So good luck. Awesome. Uh, are we doing Medic Kaiser? Uh, or was that our that Medic was that was kind of that was the Medic Kaiser? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. The awesome. Let's do competitively. Oh, competitively. Yeah. Uh, yeah news. Shocks is back. <laughs> Poggers. Shocking. That's, yeah. Shocking. Uh, I mean, other than that, like, I, I watched LCS, but uh, there wasn't as much interesting stuff. I think Cloud9's still super sick to watch, but uh, they mm-hmm. lost versus Team Liquid. I, I did watch the first two Cloud9 games. and uh, They're cool, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun, and it's, it's, it's good immediate payoff, I think, for anyone who's been, like, following LS for a long time. Yeah. Because I, I was explaining it to Rachel, where it was just like, you know, this is someone who's been, like, very outspoken and had at times controversial opinions and at least he's always had a very distinct like this is how i think the game should be played and it's like having a chance for him to run a team and you know prove that yeah. well not. N- not only to, to have a chance to run the team but something i think that is really important is to have a team that like believes in his ideas as well like so, so not even have the chance to, to run it, but like the players believe in it, right? Yeah, like, like Fudge, he tells Fudge, Fudge that he's gonna play it. Soraka mid, and Soraka goes, "Hell yeah!" He doesn't go, "I don't know, man. I don't know if it works." And then plays yeah. half ass, and then goes, "Hey, it didn't really work." Like he actually mm-hmm. thinks shit works. Like he goes for it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, "Okay, I can see how this works." Like and, and and buys into it. I think is is huge for this this sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, if you're running anything off meta, buy in is massive, and that's exactly yeah. why a lot of times you'll have bad experiences with it in so in solo queue is <laughs> yeah like, i mean right even even though we all know that like janitop was and probably still is very good after the nerfs like there are certain games where it just feels garbage because your team refuses to play with it like we had one i where i was playing it and our mid laner just like went top and he's like but the vigar will just free farm if <laughs> yeah. nobody's in the lane Yes, yes, he will, and we'll have won the game by the time he gets his myth. Yeah, it's like, sort of the, I, I think that was the very first game that Aiden played, like of it on stream. Is she, he had a Morgana that was like, "This is bullshit. This isn't gonna work." Yeah, no, it's it just like I don't know, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> Did you guys see the new Beast video? The he's like watching the singed mid player. No, I didn't. It's like the same thing there. So there's a singed mid player who goes ghost predator to singed mid, goes boots level one, pushes oh, first boy. two A's, and then ghost predator's bottom lane and kills bottom. Uh, and that's what he does every game, right? And guess what? I'm sure that if you tried to play that in lower elo, most of your losses are from your team going, you're playing Singed mid, fuck this. And they just check out or like your first gank doesn't work or something like that. And they go, okay, fuck this. Like, and they're not just playing. Yeah. yeah. Even though the guy's playing and half the time that first RP. gank would like, yeah. And it's like, why did the first gank not work? Because you refuse to respond to it because I'm Singed mid. Yeah. Right, it's like okay, they're they're pushed at the tower, and you're both sitting there last hitting while I'm like flipping them, and it, it's like hello, yeah. or anyone? Why, why did it not work? Oh, because you only um, uh, because you only burn their flashes. We didn't get any kills. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd really enjoy uh-huh. playing that Colton. I want to try it as well, but it's literally just Predator Ghost mid. You just push two waves, get your flip, and then just <laughs> Ghost Predator into the eighty carry and fucking <laughs> flip them. <laughs> Uh, what a yeah, that fucking sounds like nightmare. that could be a fun time. Oh, yeah, it looks good. I, th- I imagine then you probably take like water walking celerity. Yep, you take water walking celerity. Saying- you fucking go through river all game. <laughs> yeah. You go. <laughs> it looks that, so That's much exactly fun. the sort of thing, Aiden, that like 80 player, make 80 carry players fucking hate their role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, f- you take away my teleport. Fuck you. I run. It's four minutes into, into the game and you're getting fucking sprinted at by <laughs> by ghost predator singed mid. <laughs> oh, it looks so much fun though. I want to try I might try it later. Um but yeah. That's good. yeah, that seems like a good time. Um anyways, do we want to move into the round table section? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so last week's question was what champion's uh ability slash passive would you want in real life? Uh from Twitter, Rainbow Honeysuckle said, TF passive, every kill gets me extra gold. I'm gonna slaughter an anthill and buy a mansion. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
but you only get ant dollars if you kill ants though that's different um Ooh. rex said uh i would choose akshan w and the, uh be the most bad badass fight uh crime fighting freelance assassin sniffing out murderers taking them out while reviving dead victims all while sneaking <laughs> around close walls uh, out of sight it would be crazy if someone dies and you can just kill the person that killed them to revive <laughs> that would be absolutely insane Dude, Except, it, like it, it's a loved one getting I, I don't know killed by a by like a bear or something in a hunting accident Dude, what if like <laughs> there's patch notes for your life and just the fucking i'm not i, I want i was gonna use, i didn't i tried to avoid god <laughs> but the god the the all-knowing fucking patches sure. in that you can the developer you can yeah you yeah. can kill whoever killed someone and revive people dude that would just break society <laughs> wait 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 yeah. could it be an infinite chain though like yeah <laughs> and is there is there a time period like all right no. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you in in uh, i'm gonna kill you tomorrow and then colton's gonna kill me the next day How it has to be within a year because you don't want people to, like do it like oh i'm on my deathbed so come kill me cringe stuff you could like just that. live infinite infinitely then right yeah yeah, there definitely need to be some uh, restrictions placed on that by the devs, <laughs> but I do think it'd be really interesting, and that would certainly change a lot of the <laughs> conversation about the death penalty. Oh Jesus! <laughs> not that not that we need to jump into that yeah. at this yeah. point, but uh, <laughs> little Barnabas said, "Blitzky, I want to be able to grab things f- f- really fast." <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny That's a answer. fucking eight answer. Like, yeah, I don't want to have to walk across the room to grab something. Uh, <laughs> I have this extendo arm. Sharko said, uh, "Seth, you passive." So Seth's passive would be pretty cool. Watch, uh, watch my right fist and health regen when I'm feeling down would probably fix a lot of problems for me hell yeah and last but not least pards bay said shen ulti it'd be great my brother just moved to the netherlands so if i want to have lunch with him i could go that and then just ulti a friend to get back seems like a no-brainer yeah free teleports dude sick true um anyways it's only on like uh, a three minute cooldown it's not bad (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's the wild thing is anything league wise yeah if you put it if the cooldown in real life it's like it has to scale yeah yeah (laughs) what is is a is a, a league minute the equivalent of like a week something yeah. like that yeah like all right we'll i'll call be back that we'll call that the weeks. exchange <laughs> one one league minute is a, yeah. is a week worth of yeah time. um this week's roundtable question though is invent a new skin line what are some of the premier skins in this Ooh. set this is a question hmm. i asked years ago uh, i'm still gonna use the same answer by the way because we mostly have new listeners i'm sure but uh yeah uh, you want me to go first because you guys probably have to yeah, think yeah, a little yeah. bit. Go first. Um, mine is like just like what I used to call it, like real life or something like that. Or like either way, the idea is that it would be just cow Alistar, and he just looks like a realistic normal cow, or um, <laughs> <laughs> just like everything's just like the real version of what they are. Uh, like um, like Tom mm-hmm. Kent would just be a normal catfish, like no costume, huh. just look like a fucking animal. Um, just anything like that would be in the set. I think it's like the perfect set. People would buy the shit out of just an Alistar that just is a cow. Um, it'd be so sick. Interesting. Um, I'm going to say, uh, like very, um, Lovecraftian themed, Mm -hmm. like, uh, I want to see like sort of coven, but lean more into the like super terrifying, like unknown abyss sort of, I don't know, aesthetic that that offers yeah yeah um I, I guess for me i think it'd be really funny if they put like like cartoon skins in the game <laughs> where you like take these characters with like their high resolution models and like all their polygons you're like no 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 bring it back <laughs> to like an 80s cartoon really simple shapes really simple shading you just want and you just have zed walking around like a stick figure you just want <laughs> cuphead but like yeah (laughs) but skins for that that's sick yeah yeah i think that'd be really funny and i like i think it'd be hilarious on the edgy characters yeah we're like i'm so cool look at this zed and the shuriken is just like just like an x just two lines (laughs) yeah i'm sure that'd be very good for visibility (laughs) for visibility amazing that sounds sick though (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyways, awesome. if you want to let us know um, what your new skin line would be, what sk- some skins in that set would be, you can hit us up on our Twitter at Leadcast, our Discord, Leadcast, uh, sorry, Discord.gg slash Leadcast, or send us an email, mail, leadcast, mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Pog, uh, we actually received no emails this week. Um, I'm sure we'll make up for it next week. Because um, <laughs> we mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, but that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it is mail at leadcastpodcast.com. 
Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Basket and Leadcast Frost. On Twitter, we are Leadcast. Visit our Facebook, Leadcast. Uh, uh, and our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Leadcast. And finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Leadcast. Once again, you can look forward to uh, to us creating champions from scratch. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to record that. That should be coming out this weekend. Um, just one dollar and you can have access. Thanks you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.